0: My love for my brother stems from me loving myself. And I was like, you know, my brother was a pretty good brother. Is, was, whatever. He's not dead, so <laughs> still experiences to have with him. But I do have a lot more like resolved energy towards it. And a lot less uh like vengeance in my heart, I guess you could say. And me thinking about it how I was thinking about it in the moment, I'm like, wow, how could the universe not love me? Like, how could they not love the way that I think, the way that I operate, the way that I, like, how could anybody, but nah, just the universe, like, how could I not fuck with me? How could the universe not love me? Like, have you, have you experienced me? Have you seen it yet? I recommend it. It's not for everybody, but it's kind of for anybody. (laughs) everybody can't stay but it's a nice little experience to have if you do get the opportunity but for me to have the opportunity to fuck with myself so heavy that my perception that everybody is um upgraded because of it is very powerful and I used to do that in a way of Like, keeping rose-colored glasses on and not really seeing how people were fucking me over. But now I can see it, like, see both sides to Chanel and still have love for people. But just know what I deserve and that I deserve respect overall. Because that's what it's really about. Like, uh, hold on, I'm about to take a sip. Mmm. I love when the clouds roll over the moon and they're moving. And it looks like a lavenderite or something like that little blue tint. But the sky is kind of dark. Secretly, (laughs) I love the moon. Secretly. Because every night when I come out, I'm like, yep. Me and you. I don't know. It's just like a weird gaze. I just gaze at it for an intensely long time. But... I don't know. I don't feel as much connection to the moon as I do with the sun. But, yeah. Um, I can see now. And I prefer to see. I prefer to... um, Oh, that's what I was about to say. In the song A Good Cry by... Let me get her correct name i don't want to fuck it up Ooh, it's so cold out here mm. a good cry by oh divya adu it's a lyric where she says i now know that love has everything nothing wait everything to do with um nothing to do with wait Love has nothing to do with sex and everything to do with respect mm. which yeah, but we can ignore the sex part in this specific um reference, but yeah, I think it's really important for us to know how we feel loved so that we can. See when it's not really being given to us properly, or not necessarily properly compatible. Compatibility matters in family, like in in all dynamics. And it's a reader that I came across who has a view, and I would have to go through a lot of their videos. And most of their videos are like an hour and an hour and a half long. But it's one point where she whoa the moon is even crazier from this angle. It's one point where she said something about family and she was like, family isn't what we think that they are. And I already knew where she was coming from because my specific family has like a lot of karmic growth, but not, you know, positive karmic, but like These are people who I know I have to raise above karmic. And it's a lot of pressure in that. It's a lot of pressure knowing that you're different and knowing that you have to walk your path. And I know that my path consists of a lot of shit that's not necessarily um, traditional. I don't have traditional values. But if I stick to my family's values and the system that I know they would validate me for, I mean I don't feel like that actually I feel like the more I validate myself the more others validate me too I don't give a fuck how far you're you you know I don't care how far down you are far how far up you are like you're gonna respect me because I respect me not because I have to demand it but just period point blank I'm a respectful person so why wouldn't I get that back in return it's more of like an expectation and a knowing because what the fuck like anybody going out their way to do different has a problem with themselves and that's none of my business so compatibility and family dynamics very important because if somebody isn't loving me in a way that makes me feel loved then it's pretty hard to see it and I think that's where my rose-colored glasses came in. Hold on. The door's closing again. Yeah. Sorry for the horror movie. Y'all, it's 6.24 a.m. And I've been up since about 3. So. I think the universe lights for me to wake up. Uh, I mean, go to sleep. Early, so they can wake me up at whatever time, and my um sleep won't necessarily be fucked because of it. Because I'm pretty sure I went to sleep at around eleven, but um, eleven to three. Eh. I don't know, but the best indicator is like I look at my phone and see that I texted somebody like three hours ago. I'm like, damn! So this really was just three hours of sleep. But I'll, I'll be okay. I'm a big man <laughs> doing big things. And I'll take a nap. But I do have a headache. Um, Family dynamics again. Sorry for all the ums. I'm waking up a little bit. Even though I've been awake. So... My older brother definitely, we have a weird connection. And it's funny because we just kind of know each other. Like, they're. You ever been best friends with somebody that, that, but without like emotional honesty? I don't feel like it should ever be a point in relationships where you feel so comfortable loving somebody that you don't really express it. I don't feel like that's a thing. Like, express it in one way or another. You don't have to be a my ass without love yous. But there is a certain level of um, compassion that I was giving my family that I was not receiving in return. And yesterday, I came to the realization I was walking late at night, and it's funny because I, you know, I'll be walking to the store or something. Like i I'd be up all times a day, but I still try to get that sleep. But when I was on my primary Instagram account on my cousin's birthday, he texted me like, "Can I tell you something?" I'm like, "What could this be?" He was like, "Can you like stop walking at night?" <laughs> And I laughed so hard to myself because I'm like, no way. But I tried to be respectful about it. Like, somewhere in me, I'm like, yeah, I get it. This is, I get it. That's a doable request. I'm just not doing it. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to do my thing. And while I was walking, I came to the realization that I pick with myself a lot because um, all you know is what you've been taught and usually when it came to me quote-unquote getting my guts in any way most of the attention that i received from my family when we were you know doing stuff together somebody asked you to cook with them it's thanksgiving was that of like being some form of a burden or shortcoming or never knowing how to do anything right like jinx from arcane very much jinx from arcane but once i looked at it like that i'm like I focus on this is because that's what I've been taught to focus on about myself. I've been taught to focus on the things that I can do right to the point of feeling like I can. But when I stepped into my power um, this summer, practically, it, stepping into your power is not just, it's not really a go-cool ultimate moment it's not just a moment, it's really like a lifestyle, it's a decision that you have to make, it's it's a way that you have to, have to as in, it's in your best interest to do so, and you should make the decision for yourself, but not have to as in, you know, dragging your feet or discipline, 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 but the best way I started the whole discipline and stepping into my power thing was, um, learning what I didn't like and what I didn't want to accept anymore within myself within myself and others. And another thing about that was to stop, uh, to put down the stuff that I wanted to change for a while, which really looked like me stepping away from uh, shadow work. But now, now that I allow myself that break, My daily shadow work practice is just practically gratitude and checking myself. When my thoughts try to your parents lying to your face and that's funny. Mari, I don't know what you're DMing me, but it feels like it's on target. Thank you. I did that here myself. (laughs) Why am I responding like she can hear me right here right now? Um, yeah, I had to step into gratitude for myself because me constantly having things uh that I perceived as lack of, of about myself within myself was also an illusion, and just calling that type of stuff out, but yeah um and I'm grateful that the practice changed and that it shifted because it's really tiring picking a fight with yourself and um the reader that I was speaking about before which I'm pretty sure their name is like Queen Cups or Queen of Cups I might link the channel yeah I'm pretty sure I could link the channel in the description of this audio or something like that but it was even a point where they were talking about the shadow and how we come at our shadow, you know, we want to achieve all of this stuff and without recognizing just how far we've come and how much work we actually put in and stuff like that. And then the shadow kind of turns into like, F you like, I'm I'm not picking it up. I'm not doing it. If you're not willing to acknowledge how far I've come, you know, it's really a respect thing. So once I heard that, I remember that same day or the next day, my mom had went grocery shopping and I made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake. I was tired and <laughs> I talked to her and she was talking to me about the stuff that she was going to get and I fell asleep and I really needed that nap. I woke up to my name being called and I said, huh? And immediately I'm getting cussed out. Oh, wait, what's the important part? Before that nap, I shadow worked and I just had gratitude for myself. I'm like, hey, like, I appreciate you so much for what you do and, you know, recognizing how powerful I am and all of this stuff. But I really put my heart into it. It was authentic. And I have an episode somewhere in these drafts. So I can't find it at the moment, but it's called Authenticity Over Quantity. I mean, it when I pray when I pray, when I say thank you, when I'm having honest conversations, I would like for it to be honest. I would like for it to be real over just uh A lot of prayer, like a lot of prayer, a lot of manifestations, a lot of scripting. You know, I used to have this habit of all or nothing, but not really having the love and compassion behind it. Just like do, do, do. I'm trying to get here. Do, 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 do. (laughs) But, you know, racing to a destination, which isn't fun, especially since. Um, I don't really come from a peaceful background. That's one thing. Back to compatibility. The things that were pointed out as my shortcomings in other people, my mom and my brother in particular, and their work ethic and the difference between us, which just that of like incompatibility. And I didn't really know how to do my own thing until I taught myself how to do my own thing, which works better for me. And I know how to get things done a lot quicker. But also. It's like. I'm understanding. I can be understanding of what they seem to be upset about or whatever. Because it really was no big energy of like upset. It was just stress. And them not knowing how to manage it very well. But always biting off more than they could chew. And me being like the scapegoat of that or feeling bad because I couldn't help enough but now older wiser and more compatible with myself I understand a I'm a very good worker b I'm an asset like it's so many things that I have to unlearn that I was taught um by the older people around me about myself I'm not lazy I'm a damn good worker i'm an asset but i'm not a slave either meaning i'm not about to work like a dog because you're stressed out a and b i don't i just don't have to and if i do i can do it by myself i'd rather do bad all by myself which is actually good for me in this dynamic in this particular dynamic because i'm open to working with people it's just that my credentials behind it are not ideal i wasn't working with the ideal people And that kind of traces along most of my journey. Like, I understand that it wasn't the worst thing ever, but it wasn't necessarily the most compatible with me. And I got a lot of scrapes and bruises and ego burns and hurt feelings from effing around with the wrong people. Which just so happened to be family. Ooh, is this growing? Ew. Ew. I don't know what's happening. Oh, it ran out of water. I'm trying to grow a bell pepper bulb, but I have no, I have nothing to back that up. Like, I think that I'm doing it right. I'm trying to germinate it in water. I may have done this before, um, but it turned from like orange, yellowish to green, but it's still a little yellow piece on it. So, I'm guessing that's the part that didn't get submerged in water as long as the green part did. Weird. Weird to touch, too. But, yeah. And I have regrets about, not regrets, but... I feel the energy that was placed on me, and then that's when a little bit of anger comes up. That's when I get a little lightning bolt in me, like, I need to get the fuck away from (laughs) y'all. And I can't stand it. Eighteen, eighteen. on the time, you know, then it's that, like, runner mentality. But it's not necessarily something I can run away from. Like, I have to ground myself, and I deserve to teach myself different about me but it just sucks that all of that was placed on me in the first place in the name of healing or not I can admit that it sucked but back to my brother there was a level of intimacy between me and my brother that I haven't necessarily got from a human being that was I don't know it was like we were so close but we weren't close at all and I felt like it was by his choice, like I wanted to be, but we. Mm, how can I explain it? It's nothing really to explain. He wasn't open, and I was willing to be open, but I was also avoidant in my own ways because of having a trending. Uh. A repetitive cycle of having to shush myself and having to mm, let's just put that lightly I don't know the the urge to not be truthful in times where I probably could have and should have whether it ruffled people's feathers whether I was being called out or not It's just a lot of times that I probably could have just snatched the rug (laughs) under other toxic people's feet. But I wasn't like that. And again, back in previous podcasts, you hear me say like, I didn't want to. (laughs) I didn't want to defend myself, but now I know better. But between me and him, it was just like, It was devotion. It was devotion on my end. And I knew he had loyalty for me for family reasons and because I knew he loved me. But near the, I don't know, when I turned 21. So, like, no, actually, when I turned 20, the older I got, the more it was just like, yeah, he's kind of disrespectful. Like, I don't really like being around him. I don't really like what he's saying. But sometimes, you know, you see the light in him. And we can stay around toxic people. And I don't consider my brother to be a toxic person, but it is what it is. You see the light in them and you kind of stay longer than you should. But as I develop, I get a lot more sensitive. Like people having people around for too long can literally F me up in ways that I can't couldn't imagine until about September of this year. And that's when I realized like, oh, and there really is no benefit in staying. And I was just talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, yeah, like I I talked to people in the past and stuff like that, but either they weren't that compatible or like they ended up leaving. And when people talk about being abandoned, I just I'm kind of on the sidelines. Like, I feel that because as a person that's been abandoned and then turning into a person who, quote unquote, shifts. I'm not going to say abandon. I shift out of people's lives. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> baby, I love you. But if I can't stay, I can't stay. Like, I, I can't. I can't stay devoted to anybody. And I think my uh, brother was the first case of that. Like, just being devoted to somebody and my mom, you know, it's definitely a family dynamic. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and I could just smell, like, the empath, and people pleaser need to stay to keep other people comfortable and happy but it's cheap it's so cheap to sell out your happiness your peace and your sanity to keep somebody around who is already unhappy because unhappy people only find more things to make them unhappy until they know about a better way I am never going to promote doom and gloom, but it's some people, they're going to have to find that out on their own. Like, I started praying to God, like, hey, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not doing this. And then I learned that God could send other people. Like, if I can't get through to my mom, which I don't really try to anymore at all. I try to keep my heart open and, you know, love you and be empathetic. And that's all I can give you. Like, baby, help you with what? All I can do is pray for you by your head. But that's powerful. That's good. That's nice. Because why am I staying? Who told me it was my job to stay? And also, the same reader that I spoke on earlier said something about um, people get intimidated because they can't give the world to you, but they don't know that it's not their job to. Like, you're literally not God. How can you give the world to somebody anyway? And then I'm like, woo wee. Yeah. And me just reaffirming that to myself right now, I just felt myself spill so many things off of my platter off my plate that needed to be splattered onto the floor because it's only so much I can do. Healer this, healer that. And the thing about being psychic, the thing about being a healer, the thing about healing in general one thing I know for sure, you have to do it on your own. You have to want it on your own. You have to get it. You can hear the message 76 times, but it'll be that one person that says it in a way that's compatible with you. And that, that can be a whole breakthrough. And it's not a shame on you for not getting it 70 times ago. At least you got it now and you keep it the fuck moving. Like, it's no reason to stay stuck um, and trying to help somebody. A and B, the words AA just came to mind. So sorry if sorry. <laughs> Do your thing. I I respect you from afar. I get it. I mean, and if you are suffering from an addiction, my my heart goes out to you because this. I got my own addiction, so. Yeah. yeah day by day it is all i can tell you day by day it that helped me um being in the moment too being in the moment really helps definitely because then life doesn't feel like a continuous journey it feels like right now If right now can be bearable, then who knows, 10 minutes from now, you know, keep it small. Don't do the tomorrow thing. Just keep it small. I don't know why that message came in, but yeah, I feel you and I'm addicted to some stuff too. And it's not, it's not very fun. And by the way, people with weed addictions don't, don't fall for the memes that they post. And I mean, to people who um, are outside of the weed addiction looking in, it's not as fun as it looks. Like, I remember I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and she had a boatload of weed, and it, it would have been something. It was cute. It would have been something that would have been on an Instagram mood board in, like, 2014. Like, goals, friendship goals, bestie goals. It was cute. We were cute. It was nice. But on the inside really experiencing the experience it wasn't it was very mid it was giving like i could be at home <laughs> i wanna go home like oh to watch big mouth right now in my bed like <laughs> i'm kind of a hermit so if experiences don't be that good i would be like yeah yeah it's calling me (laughs) it it wants me all the bed wants me (laughs) okay sorry if I'm loud um I'm right by the mic no headphones but I have faith that the audio is going to be better than it would have been without the headphones let me try to ground and not ground I'm not ungrounded but I want to connect the dots because I know I have a habit of like starting a conversation and not necessarily finishing it. So my mom, yeah, can't help her. I help her from afar. We help each other, whatever. Oh, her yelling at me, the gratitude thing. So I expressed a whole lot of a boatload of gratitude towards myself, had my little tears. It was just nice. It was nice to feel good within me and know that it was real and not something that I was forcing myself to do. It wasn't a, I am light. There is light within me. Like, I just hate those fucking meditations. Let's be real for a second. And to be real, you got to be real with you. Only you really know what's going on with you. And if you don't, give yourself time and you'll see it. It'll start trending in your current reality. A lot of stuff pops up for you to look at it. Like, um, shoot, my, I wouldn't even call it abandonment issues anymore because I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But that was triggered in me and like my shadow really shown herself to me. And that's how... I gained that sense of um new form clarity about myself and a new love and appreciation for myself because the things that I was so um embarrassed about and hiding from the world are the same things that I profit off of in many freaking ways including sexually and I just mean like sexual energy profit but if I was a sex worker who fucking cares to be honest like I don't know, I wouldn't, I don't think I would care that much about trying to clean those words up for y'all. Because I know I said profit, but not necessarily talking about money at all. (laughs) There is currently no profit. (laughs) I manifest here and there, but you know. But I do have the appeal for it. And I admitted to one of my brothers the other day. He he was asking me about my love life. I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) excuse my language. But I'm more of like an internet whore right now. (laughs) Like, and I'm into, I like it. I like it. And it's secretly very, it's not a secret, but it's a lot of intimacy that comes out of being myself. Because then I attract other real people. (sighs) And the voices in my head are like, but don't think that everybody, like, no, 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 I don't care. I don't care to feel the, uh, the opposition anymore. The fear-based opposition. I don't fear talking to people on the internet, so I do. And I be talking real crazy and real freaky, so no. No, I'm not joking. But it would be nice. Um... don't know everybody is not all that nice because some people are selfish I was telling I think my cousin the other day yeah I was telling my cousin the other day this guy was talking to me at the store oh look so when my mom paused that when my mom was yelling at me um It was a lot. It was a lot of projection and a lot of stuff. But keep in mind, I just woke up from a good ass nap. Y'all, I came down. She was yelling at me because I fell asleep and didn't. She didn't know that I fell asleep. Her thing is like, why didn't you help me with the groceries? You knew that I was coming home. This is the shit I hate. You know, that whole malicious rant of I'm frustrated and angry and this is how I'm choosing to take this out on you. Y'all, I heard every word and got all of them um all of the groceries up from the porch help her put them up and went back upstairs like nothing happened and I did it with the power of like I didn't try to power through it I didn't try to rush away from her I didn't like I just did my job and got the f on and it was such a power move because it's like yeah because why do I have to have a screaming banshee on my head to get things done and then I realized like I never had to I was never fueled by this um, intimidation tactic, which I don't really feel like it's a tactic to personally. That's the thing about the whole black sheep versus narcissist or anything like that. I don't necessarily view them as the most malicious and devilish people in the world it's just something within them that's going on and that's how they choose to um express it and carry it out but I ain't got to put the heavy labels on it and I don't have to put the heavy labels and um pain and grief on myself of not being up to par to somebody who is simply unsatisfied with themselves big emphasis on people being unsatisfied with themselves will find everybody else unsatisfying And that's another thing that I, that, hold on. And that I seen within my brother that kind of caused us to drift. Like he couldn't, there really was no long-term peace. But again, that was a reflection of him. It wasn't personal. (laughs) But I don't know. The realization's be coming in hot and quick. And it's a lot easier to avoid every little um, explosive bomb that's planted in my days now. That I, you know, when you know better, you do better. But I'm really grateful that that fire um, dispersed when it came to the tension that I had towards my brother and I think that is actually because I was talking the brother who I three 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 the brother that I was talking to about um being an internet whore with I got really honest with him about how I felt about um my brother like his situation and you know all of that type of stuff. Because sometimes I can give brief nonchalant answers for for most of the time I did but now I'm really opening up about it and I think the thing that was hurting the most has always kind of hurt me the most is that I always seen the light and the potential uh, in my family which caused me to just spend way too much time figuring out why they were operating how they were operating but I don't walk in their shoes to know that. I don't know what happened when they set foot on earth and I don't know, I don't know everything. And now I'm, I found peace in that. I don't want to know everything. I don't want to know why people act how they act and why they do what they do when they don't treat me right. Or when they're not appearing how I know, you know, whatever F potential come as you are and if you come in like that then you can you can leave (laughs) if you if you don't know how to act (laughs) you can leave but i'm not about to try to figure it out with you i'm not about to try to save you because you can't be saved you are your biggest savior you and god and jesus christ or whatever else you believe but you can't love somebody out of a tough space you can support them you can hope you can pray but uh, you can love somebody, but I don't like to love with the intention of changing people at all, at all. And I think that's why I just leave people where they at. I, I know how to communicate my needs a lot better now. Grateful for that. Yay. But it's still some stuff that I just don't do. Hold on. Let me put some honey on my tongue and set of an intention and see how different I start speaking on here. That honey was very interesting, and my tongue was a little dry, which made it better, surprisingly. Drinking too much tea will dehydrate you or something, (laughs) because there's no way. I drink so much water, and I don't believe drinking water has anything to do with tongue health. It's probably something to do with lungs or something. Like, I'm very aware of that, like, the disconnect between those two. I just don't know. I might research it after this because, yeah, tongue dry. I love my family, and I'm grateful that I have enough love within me for that to pour out into my perception of them. So it's not a constant war or turmoil within me and them. A lot of this journey was spent with me um thinking that my family was demons of some sort, and they act they acted the part I can't lie. I know why I've seen it like I don't necessarily remember it, but there is a knowing of yeah, I could see why that's valid i've I've seen it. <laughs> Very much sabotage, very much trickster, very much just dishonest. I don't really appreciate dishonesty because I feel like people will have you in their game and expect you to play along with them and they don't want you to see them for who they are, which is just practically hurt people most of the time. Again, let's drop the big heavy label labels of narcissist and everything else because I can't diagnose nobody. I don't care enough to. So, yeah. Um, to be able to see both sides of Chanel is a blessing. Big Mouth is one of my favorite shows, and season six comes out October 28th. And if anybody wants to have a little powwow in, in a room, my room specifically, maybe? Nah, never mind. <laughs> in somebody else's house. <laughs> I would love to start the season with somebody um <laughs> why is this kinda how people sound on Tinder? Um A lot of ums today. I'm not that well equipped in the Tinder field, but this sounds like a Twitter I mean Tinder ad like Not looking for anything sexual. Just um, some company while we watch a movie. It's like Netflix and chill, Lonely Edition. Except I'm not lonely and I just love Big Mouth. And I like to have a good time. But only if... I know who I'm going to ask. Never mind. But (laughs) I know exactly who I want um, to hang out with now. And it's Kennedy. My favorite Scorpio. One of them. I love Scorpios, y'all. I don't know. We just we just funny <laughs> it's, it's natural compatibility oh that's what i'm talking about me and my brother's compatibility it was like we were aliens but we the emotions were suppressed on his end and there was a lot of pressure on him given to him You know, it was self-made pressure. And we all do it. Like, he had these big expectations. And it sucks having to explain. I think... Hmm. I'm glad I'm getting into this now. So, as we know, my brother is in jail. And I think what made me so reluctant towards talking about my relationship with him is... um, The fact that I didn't really feel like I could connect to anybody. I'm really glad I talked to my other brother about it, though. I might text him after this and tell him this, too. Because I know that he would get it a lot better than other people would, including my mom. Like, the people who were offering me emotional support or anything else like that, A, I didn't really feel like they were connected to me. They weren't connected to me. They were connected to the situation, And sometimes when people are connected in that way, like, they want you to, or maybe this is just my perception of people for messing with my mom too much, but it's like when my mom is asking me, she only really empathizes when it's something that she went through firsthand, like... If it's an anger or an emotion that she is feeling or felt towards somebody else is when she can relate to it the much, the most, the much. (laughs) But I don't really get emotional support from her unless she experiences some form of turmoil with that person along that time or it, it re like it evokes that energy again. But just blandly, simply having a problem with my brother wasn't really acceptable. My mom would just be like, uh, like, what do we show? What can you do? I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway, but with other people, it was just like, yeah, y'all don't really care about me. Y'all mad that he went to jail. And, like, I know that people care, but they care more about me being connected to that specific situation that they relate to than me as a human being. And I was having um, turmoil with my brother before he went to jail. Like, none of my feelings about him going to jail, I really didn't have any. Like, I was already pretty done with him. But people talk to me like my brother's a drug dealer. And not the human being that I know. And I think that's what makes me angry. It's like, people see your good heart and what, what they could take, what they could give. But nobody was really giving because all he was doing was giving. And he was burnt out. And he was acting like it. He was acting a fool. He was acting an ass. He had substance issues. So he had demonic attachments. And being the only one to be able to see and say it wasn't comforting. I didn't know what to do with it. So all I really was doing was being angry or one way or another or spending my days in my room crying and journaling about my family and all of that. And that gets pretty frustrating that (laughs) that can throw a little bit of salt and hate on a situation in itself because now I feel like I'm devoted to this pain. And although I want to operate different and I know that that's not my fate, you know, I know that different outcomes and experience exist but now I just fully believe that I can't thrive around y'all I can't be around y'all and that in itself is kind of abusive because me thriving isn't dependent on them at all but it's just you know energy is so intense but yeah when I got a chance to talk to my brother about it like yeah I just I feel like he didn't really have direction in the end it was just what he had set out but it was nothing I don't feel like he thought he was good enough either and I feel like we related in the, in that way because it was like a lot of potential we seen it in each other but I expressed it more but I just know I just knew certain stuff like I know how people feel about me but I see how they act towards me and it's something more of like Jealousy, spite, or putting me down, and it's like, damn, you know, like I literally only want the best for y'all. I'm literally here to heal y'all, I'm literally here to help y'all. And then I'm like, wait, are they doing that for me? <laughs> Did I cause this pain? Am I the reason they this down bad? Hmm. 410 and 412 on the clock. I'm like, oh, let me get the fuck on, <laughs> let's learn a different way. But yeah, I I just don't like when people talk to me about my brother because they don't know him. And we all have the ability. We don't really know anybody. I don't know my brother. Like I said, I haven't walked in his shoes. But on a soul level and on my soul level, in a way, not my higher self, but just like the big overall energy Was me being like, what the fuck are you doing? In the most loving ways that I could possibly say. But I think that my family is intimidated by me. So no matter how sweet I'm coming off. Eh. You know, Geminis love to be pleased though. So I know how to please a Gemini, which sucks. It doesn't suck. I don't know. I do know. I have a lot of patterns towards being a certain way because I had to know how to I had to know how to adapt to emotionally fragile and abusive people so I know how and how not to come at people but I'd rather not give a fuck like at my core I know that what I say has value whether no matter how it really comes out no matter if it's blunt sweet the message is the message but i think the sweet has expired that clinging on to that identity has expired it didn't leave i still have a good heart and i'm still learning that about myself like just because you aren't operating how you were two years ago when you were like given to people in different ways doesn't mean it's not you know your heart isn't non-existent just because you operate a little different and that type of thing it's that honey is doing something weird to my system. I feel it on the insides. If you ever felt an edible kick in, that's how this honey is feeling. <laughs> um, I'm oh at, like, what's shocker is that the solar plexus throat going in and out. Yeah, my throat chakra would be going crazy. Uh... what's the last thing that I said oh yeah my heart's still being sweet and all of that so you know but yeah like WTF brother like what why <laughs> why suffer brother why suffer <laughs> I don't know and I was prophesizing a lot at like 18 19 and now seeing it all and getting to see me in that light because I think then I seen myself as like angsty and kind of annoying and having a problem with the people in my inner world and circle but now from a bird's eye view all I can do is nod my head all I can do is nod my head so yeah (laughs) shoulder shrug like all I do is praise, shoulder shrug and laugh and giggle now I wish I would cry a bit more (laughs) mmm To be honest, I just need to gain a circle or something, a community to be in, so I don't have to, uh, being a hermit is cute, but not when you live in a semi-toxic household. It's a thin line. <laughs> thin line, and peace feels like it can kind of, like, crumble any day, and it can't because peace is inside of me. It's like I have understandings, but I don't feel like my current surroundings support my understanding. It's a lot of things that I know, but I know I'll really walk and talk and act different when I have the full. When I give myself the full ability to do so, I can't really blame a toxic parent on me not um, Appearing in the world as I am, you know, bluntly and loudly or quietly. Because those things don't define a soul and what's inside. But I do understand the power of expression. So I got to use it. Yeah, just got to use the power of expression. I don't care to explain it too much. And I'm pretty drained. Goodbye. This was so fun. I love y'all. It's hot as hell in this hoodie. Um, it's time for me to go back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Vester out.